Welcome to the Self Love Podcast, the show that helps crack open your heart and inspire a deeper regard for your own well-being and happiness. Proudly brought to you by 28 Essentials, here's your host, the gorgeous Kim Morrison. Welcome to the Self Love Podcast Quickie. I get asked this question all the time. What essential oils can I use safely during pregnancy? Well, between us, essential oils and aromatherapy can be an incredible, wonderful addition to your pregnancy journey. It can certainly help aid in easing morning sickness, relieving muscular aches and pains, relieving stress and feelings of anxiousness. It is also, however, a bit of a controversial topic, as it's a topic that not many fully understand. I love how Jane Buckles states that the use of essential oils in pregnancy is a contentious subject, especially during the vital first three-month period. And whilst there is some controversy, there are always simple ways that you can incorporate essential oils during this miraculous time in your life. I personally used essential oils in conception, pregnancy, delivery, and postnatal. But there are limited clinical studies addressing the safety of essential oils during pregnancy due to ethical concerns and issues of testing expecting mothers and their unborn children. Therefore, it takes common sense. We need to rely upon what we do know about essential oils, their general safety rules, and toxicity data. If you ask 20 different aromatherapists, you'll most likely get 20 different responses, not because they don't know what to use, but because there is a huge element of personal and professional risk when it comes to advising about oils during pregnancy. I believe that oil choice, toxicity, quality and therapeutic actions all need to be taken into account. However, one also needs to first look at how the oils are being used, as this is where the difference lies. Now, first up, let's talk about it. Ingestion. Ingestion of essential oils poses a higher risk than inhalation or absorption through the skin. Ingestion of essential oils is ill-advised at the best of times and even more so during pregnancy. I do think that if you're going to look at ingesting essential oils for whatever reason, I do suggest that you discuss this very much in depth with your primary healthcare provider and or a qualified aromatherapy practitioner. The reason ingestion of oils during pregnancy poses a higher risk than oils at any other time is because that they can cross the placenta. We just do not know in what amounts and we do not know the effects that they can have on the developing unborn child. I'm very big on not taking essential oils internally uh, and I especially would not be taking them internally during pregnancy. That is my professional advice. Salvatore Patalia shares this insight. The judicious use of essential oils together with appropriate forms of massage by a skilled therapist can certainly help to ease discomforts of pregnancy and provide a sense of nurturing that will comfort the mother at the times that she is likely to be feeling rather fragile. So you could use oils like rose, geranium, lavender or jasmine to help comfort and nurture yourself during this time. If you do a quick search of the internet about oils safe to use during pregnancy, there'll be more than one answer. And sometimes it can provide more confusion than clarity as each list seems to vary. This is in part due to the early data provided on essential oils and their safety related to the herb plant and its safety. This data was then extrapolated out and assumed the same responses with essential oils, 
However, as Robert Tisran points out in 2011, proving safety in pregnancy is always a challenge. Most people point out that it's best to err on the side of caution and not use. But this also means that we can miss out on wonderful support during pregnancy. I'm staggered by the amount of people that will ring me or message me saying, I'm really worried about using essential oils while I'm pregnant, or can I diffuse, or is it okay to use them in the bath? And yet these same people will pull over into a gas station and fill up their car with petrol, inhaling all of those fumes, or they'll clean their house with bleach. So the real question isn't about whether or not essential oils are good to use during pregnancy, because they are. It's just which ones and how we use them. And also being mindful of common sense. There are so many incredible, amazing natural herbs, plants, medicines, and oils that absolutely enhance the quality of our pregnancy journey. But there's also many natural things that would not be considered safe to use during pregnancy. But if you're inhaling something like petrol, petrochemicals, bleach, and things like that, then I'm just curious as to how four to six drops in a diffuser using essential oils could be more harmful than perhaps the latter. So here's a few guidelines for use. If you've had difficulties falling pregnant, or you have a history of complicated pregnancies or miscarriages, or trying to fall pregnant using IVF, then maybe it's wise to avoid using essential oils during the first trimester, unless, of course, you're under the supervision of a qualified practitioner. I do believe the best way to use them topically is to dilute essential oils into a 1% massage blend. Low dilutions are recommended because the expectant mother may experience a heightened sense of smell and find stronger blends too overwhelming. Secondly, there's a good evidence to suggest that essential oil molecules can cross the placenta and some essential oils in large concentrations may not necessarily be healthy for the baby. Uh, Conrad in 2019 suggests that during pregnancy, the dilution should be between 0.5% and 1%, which is basically one to two drops per 10 mils of carrier oil. Our sense of smell increases during pregnancy, so take time to really smell the oils before you use them. You may even find that one day you completely love the smell of an oil and the next day completely dislike it. So here's the suggestion. In the first trimester, I think a drop of ginger, mandarin, even peppermint on a tissue can help ease nausea. To help with your emotions, you could diffuse a drop of lavender, Roman chamomile, and mandarin, using them safely into your diffuser. Now, this does not mean to say that we lather them all over our bodies or we bathe in lots and lots of drops. Remember, with all essential oil advice, in my humble opinion, less is best. The second trimester, you may find a drop or two of sweet orange, lemon, or bergamot in your diffuser can help ease tension, both physically and or emotionally. A loving pregnancy relaxation massage with a drop of lavender neroli or chamomile can help bring a sense of peace and calm. Just always check allergies like you would any other natural product. Make sure you test it on the skin and see how it feels. You may notice changes in your skin, so you could try using a lovely rose water or hydrating oil mist. 
You can use this as a toner in your skincare regime and part of the daily skincare ritual. So lavender water or rose water, these hydrosols are wonderful to use during the pregnancy journey. In the third trimester, you might find your body has more aches and pains than before as you carry extra baby weight. You can use compresses with a drop of frankincense to help ease the discomfort. Sleep can also be challenging during this time. So you could diffuse a drop of lavender in your bedroom 30 minutes prior to going to sleep or a drop of mandarin and lavender on a tissue on your bedside table or under the pillow case. You may be able to smell it during the night to help you relax. And if you wake, pick it up, take some nice deep breaths, do your beautiful relaxation techniques, and then hopefully fall back to sleep. So the question really begs, what oils should I avoid during pregnancy? Well, here's what the consensus says. So I will put this in the notes for you, but if you wanted a list, here's the oils to avoid topically during pregnancy, and you may want to avoid altogether in the first trimester especially, uh, and even throughout the whole pregnancy in a diffuser. So which oils should we avoid? Well, we can see that aniseed, Certain basil oils, birch, camphor, fennel, hyssop, mugwort, parsley seed, pennyroyal, sage, tansy, tarragon, thuja, wintergreen, and wormwood. So these oils I particularly avoid topically and probably even in a diffuser um, because they are seen to have certain contraindications. Before you add essential oils into your pregnancy well-being plan, maybe discuss your needs with a qualified aromatherapy practitioner, and you can find one through the IAAMA, which is www.iaama.org.au. Now, what's so powerful about using essential oils during pregnancy for me personally is that I have absolutely loved them throughout. There's certain things like when it comes to labor, a beautiful blend of labor, uh, of labor oils would be to use it maybe into a base of jojoba, golden shea, maybe even almond oil. You can add things like clary sage, lavender, jasmine, and rose. These beautiful oils can help you with your labor blend. When that little munchkin is born and you have certain issues maybe with nipples and certainly uh, the perineum area, then I love to use a very gentle um, carrier oil like jojoba and maybe a very small amount of chamomile and lavender. Now for baby massage, you can also use a beautiful carrier oil like jojoba. And my favorites are things like Roman chamomile and lavender. Now, when it comes to the diffuser, you can use all of the oils that you may have in your repertoire and maybe just avoid those ones that I just recently listed. It's not rocket science and it's not hard. If you love the essential oils and you love it, then make sure you just use very small amounts. But why deny yourself the beauty, the joy, and the pleasure of using these powerful, potent substances in your pregnancy journey? Now, of course, there's a lot more information you can find, and there's heaps more out there around the science behind different oils. But I hope today's quickie gives you an insight into really thinking logically and common sense 
uh, let it prevail because less is best and also to be mindful that if you are concerned, then finally, as my tip, avoid using them topically in the first trimester, but then by all means use the 1% dilution in the second and third trimesters and then that beautiful Love My Labour Blend I recommended. My other favourite, favourite 28 product that I could definitely recommend during pregnancy safely and effectively is our Omega Repair. This beautiful combination of oils and an incredible base combination of oils is fantastic for things like stretch marks, uh, pregnancy belly, um, scars and anything along the likes and it's gentle but incredibly powerful and you'll find the amazing Omega Repair Blend at 28.com the word 20 the number 8.com I hope this helps and I look forward to hearing your comments questions thoughts and feedback Instagram Kim Morrison 28 Facebook Kim Morrison training and also the wellnesscouch.com forward slash self-love podcast you can also go to kimmorrison.com and you can email me even at info at kimmorrison.com if you have any more questions. Look forward to hearing your feedback and I cannot wait to come to you again next week with more amazing interviews and quickies. Take care, be kind. Thanks for listening to the Self Love Podcast. Be sure to write a review and share the love with your friends and family. And head over and visit Kim and her team at 28.com. That's the word 20 and the number 8.com. Take good care. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.